Race matters. 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 I'd like to acknowledge that we are broadcasting on unceded Gadigal land. This land has been in the hands of generations of Gadigal custodians for thousands of years before us, and it will continue to be in their hands long after us. It's a meeting place for sharing knowledge, stories, and song, and we are privileged to be part of that storytelling today and every day at FBI Radio. I pay my respects to Gadigal elders past and present. We're broadcasting from Redfern right now. Redfern is the birthplace of black theatre in this country, and a site for resistance and resilience for First Nations peoples. We honour this in all the work we do and carry this into our conversation today. You're listening to Race Matters. This is a show that explores the values and complexities of race, culture and identity. I'm Darren Lasagas. If you listen to our show every week or if you just tune in to FBI Radio, chances are you support the power of community radio or you care about hearing voices and stories that represent you. We often describe ourselves at Race Matters as making anti-racist radio, attempting to share the plurality, the messiness, and the nuances of our communities. Radio has a long history of being able to do this, bringing voice to marginalized perspectives where they otherwise wouldn't be heard. On the show, we're often wondering how far we can push that. How do we learn all these systems and conventions and then break those to bring you something meaningful and transformative? Well, before we started, there have been community outlets and broadcasters who have paved the way for what we are able to do every day now at Race Matters. Radio Skid Row is an activist, grassroots community radio station that has been broadcasting for 40 years in so-called Sydney, beginning in Long Bay Jail and eventually finding its home at Addison Road Centre down in Marrickville. Radio Skid Row has long been the helm of social justice in radio and truly embodying what it is to make truly radical content uh, that can shift perspectives or help us reimagine beyond the confines of our current social conditions. With over 40 programs in 17 languages, Skid Row has been an important site for pro-black, First Nations-led, anti-racist radio making. They're coming up to their 40th year of broadcasting, and there's so much more they want to be doing, having just launched their fundraiser to expand into digital radio. Ahead on the show, we'll be joined by Aaliyah Jade Bradbury. She's host of Skid Row's Black Fridays and comes from a lineage of radio makers and storytellers at Skid Row and beyond. She'll be joining us to talk through the power of community radio and how we can continue to support the work that they do. Why are you trying to bring me down? Can't bring me down. I'm 12 feet tall. No, my throat too. Luscious caps be flowing, melanin glowing, and I'm holding on by a thread. All your funny business gonna drive me inside. But I'll come back running it after you're done burning it down to the ground. You're with Race Matters, a show that explores the values and complexities of race, culture, and identity. Long before we were doing this, community broadcasters in this city were fighting to carve space for those on the margins to be heard and to make change. From disability justice to workers' rights, perspectives from incarcerated peoples to uplifting culturally and racially oppressed communities and so much more. 
Radio Skid Row exists to engage the most marginalized communities in community broadcasting to promote social justice, civil and human rights. And what we do here at Race Matters is indebted to the work they've laid foundations in. Our guest today is someone who continues the legacy of radical community-led radio. Aaliyah Jade Bradbury is a host of Black Fridays on Radio Skid Row, also known as Koori Connections. It's a show that began in the 1980s, hosted by one of the first Indigenous DJs on air, Sister Agnes Ware. Aaliyah has her roots in Larrakia Nation and Arab Island of Miriam Mir peoples, as well as a lineage in radical radio rooted in anti-racism at Skid Row and beyond. She joins us on Race Matters now. Aaliyah, thank you so much for joining us. Party. 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 Oh my gosh, what a good intro. I'm like so into that. I was like, wow. You're obviously no stranger to radio. Um, not only as host of Black Fridays, but you've also hosted and produced across the airwaves. Where did your journey with radio begin? So I had like a really roundabout kind of way into radio. So I went to UTS, Radcore, like, of course, all the like media students got into that. And I got a cadetship at the ABC. So I did 702 and um, I just did like producing there. They gave me my, like, own little show for, like, NADOC week and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, okay, I'm into this. I can get into it. And then I got into film. And then eventually I found myself going back to radio because radio is something different. It's a different beast that you kind of, like, once you start, you're hooked onto it. Mm. It's so good. Mm. And what was your intro to um, Skid Row? Okay. Here's the yarn. Here's the tale. So Sister Agnes, who I actually call... Annie Ags is my legitimate auntie, like <laughs> blood auntie. And they were like looking for some new blood, some new talent for Radio Skid Row because, you know, there's a 40th birthday coming up. We're coming up to 40 years. They wanted some youth. They wanted some like new, fun, engaging voices. And well, she didn't think of me. She just put it out there and I happened to see it. And I was like, um, let me apply to do that. And they loved me. Of course, they're going to love me. I think I have... Oh my god! I feel like I'm really about to like hype myself. I already hyped you up, like I know, like I I can do like the silly goose, like the silly goose version of like hyping myself up. But like, in all seriousness, there was something about my ideals and my morals that really aligned with sort of the idea of storytelling in a community space. You know, like talking about anti-racism, talking about um, uplifting Indigenous voices in a very like universal or like full-on Australian kind of way because I think for a long time um, there was a huge sort of Koori focus, which is great, which is amazing. We love that. We need that. But um, Australia, in terms of Sydney, is the centre of Indigenous excellence, pretty much like the most amount of Indigenous people are in Sydney. And these people come from like all different places, from the Torres Strait to Darwin, you know, that's where I'm from. From like Broome to Central Desert, we all come to Sydney and when we want to listen to the radio, we want to see ourselves, well, hear ourselves, sorry, being reflected in that. And, you know, there's a little bit of a harmony there because mm. I'm a bit of both. I'm like a, a northern girl who grew up south. Mm. Yeah. Mm. 
Uh, I mean, you touched on the history of Skid Row already, but it began out of Long Bay Jail. The first broadcasters included members of indigenous communities, the Communist Party, migrant workers, committees, queer folk, and just a hip of folk who um, would have needed an outlet to share their perspectives. And you touched on this already about what draws you to radio, you know, after dabbling in it and then going to film and coming back to radio, like the special medium of it. What is it about radio mm. that you think makes a good home for radical ideas? Skid Row is one of those like really kind of magical places like FBI, like where somebody can actually be heard. Like you don't have to be a perfect kind of person. You don't have to have like real kind of um, media training or anything like that. If you have a voice, if you have something to say, and if you can articulate that point to a way that is going to be engaged to the intended community, that's what makes that kind of space really special because you know, it's kind of like Skid Row is like the TikTok before TikTok was like a thing. That makes sense. Like, you know where to go. You know where you're going to be hit, heard. You know where there's going to be somebody talking about the experiences that you know, that you identify with, especially in sort of a landscape, a media landscape that is inherently very colonial. It is very white. It is very, um, it's very cis as well on top of that. Like, all the sort of media that's going out today, you've got, like, it's usually, like, the two white guys. And if they want to be, like, sprinkling a little bit of extra, they might have a have a woman who is conventionally attractive. And, like, oh, wow, that's breaking sort of, like, news. That's breaking sort of uh, radio stuff and like that. I'm, like, sometimes I want to talk about, like, institutional race- racism. I want to talk about, like, the times where... You know, am I feeling crazy for having this, like, racist experience and, like, somebody can, like, articulate or, like, bring on somebody and have those kinds of really deep conversations? Like, oh, my gosh, okay, I'm feeling seen. I'm not being, like, racially gaslit in this moment. Mm. So places like Skid Row, places like um, FBI are so critical in that because it's giving a voice to the voiceless Mm. at the end of the day. Yeah, it's interesting you talk about like the rest of the media landscape because whether we know it or not or whether we're conscious of it of it or not like the systems that they put in place and that can be as little as how you talk on the radio like the things that oh we're God. taught are like barriers or like filters that prevent us from like having our authentic voices and you know the fact that community radio as a whole skid row is a perfect example aren't for places for like people with polished media training or like polished media or like um, radio voices quote unquote but like voices in their own authentic um unfiltered um, you know, grassroots selves is how mm. um, the fact that like community radio, like as a medium, um, a voice speaking to countless people is so powerful, right? Yeah, it's so good. Like what I love about like Radio Skid Row, um, places like Query Radio, places like FBI, I love like when you're with your community and or like even just listening to like song after song in your language and then all of a sudden like that little accent slips out. Because, like, I was listening to one of the songs that was, like, big in the Torres Strait at the moment. And my family's from the Torres Strait. And I didn't even realise I started speaking in, like, broken English on air. I was like, what? What am you mob? Yeah. Nampla bikamia. Like, just starting to speak like that. And I was like, oh, my God. I wasn't even speaking English. Like, bless. But I love that I have the space to do that. I have the space to be myself in a authentic way that's not usually afforded to people like me 
Mm. Or people like you, even. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I mean, you know Sarah Khan, who used to be uh, on the show, miss her deeply. But yeah, I mean, this is exactly how the idea or even the show for Race Matters started like years ago was that mm. we were having conversations on the couch, like at home, we were having conversations at the pub, we were having conversations on our walks, yes. but we were like, wait, why am I living this conversation having learned something or like, you know, looking at something in a new light, talking about, you know, um, identity and culture and race and the way that we interface with the rest of the world or interface with the rest of the media landscape mm-hmm. and we're like you know what this needs to be not in a like this needs to be heard this needs to be on the radio <laughs> but a little bit like a little bit like no these conversations are worth having because if we're feeling some type of way about these conversations and our friends are feeling some type of way about these conversations then there's an audience for it you know Absolutely. yeah so yeah i think skid row is like perfect like yeah having the opportunity to even break through like break language mm. um in uh, a format that is like solely just language and voice is like a powerful thing what are some other like examples of like you catching yourself being like oh we just kind of broke the format there oh my gosh there's so many times like there's been a few times where like like friends or like sort of people that because skid row is like pretty chill in terms of like who they let into the doors they're like you have old uncle who you don't even know but you're pretty sure he's just a hang arounder like he will just rock up and just like come into like the studio or something like that. Like it, when I say it's community, it's like it's community because sometimes I'll just have people that will just come in who'd like not even a part of the show, who are friends of other people at the station, and they'll just like, hey, what's going on? And they'll just rock up, and then we're suddenly having a little bit of a conversation on air, or like they're showing me some music that from their community, and I'll play that. Like it's, so collaborative and so easygoing especially i don't know coming from more like abc um those really big institutions of like radio and broadcasting where it's you have like 50 million like barriers to even get into the studio like you have to sign in to then sign in again make sure you have be like, escorted yeah you have to be escorted <laughs> up because like somebody has to like even to get into the freaking elevator you have to have a, like a pass to get into the elevator to then get into the office to then get into the studio i'm like that's wild to me coming like in this skid row space it's wild to me because these people are just coming in and out they just want to share and like share their experience in their communities with me And what I find about that is just freaking brilliant because suddenly I'm learning new languages. I'm learning about their indigenous peoples from like the other side of the world. And like, we're so similar in a way that we don't even realize. That's what I think is pretty powerful, I guess. Mm. And being able to share that with an audience is like, it's like nowhere else, like nowhere else. Yeah. Like, I don't know what it is, but these people who really talk um, to sort of, that idea that you can be seen too, that you can be heard. Like there is a space for you in this world. That to me is so powerful because as an audience member, like being in front and behind, it's like, wow, I didn't know there was a space for me in this world because the world isn't designed for you. It's not designed for like people like us, these marginalized voices. So when you say, ah, screw the system, I'm allowed to be here, I'm allowed to be seen, I'm allowed to be heard, it's like, great, mm. join the party. Mm. More, There's more room for us. Mm. 
bringing it back to where we are, you know, in this present moment, we exist in a in a context where access to music, podcasts, radio making has been opened up to so many people. Like you were mentioning before, every Jack and John has a podcast these days. Oh my god! What? That also means that, yeah, we're saturated by like opinions and ideas. And, um, you know, you've talked about, talked to this already a little bit, but what is it about Skid Row or community radio um, in general that like cuts through? You know what? I think in regards to that idea of cutting through, the idea of persevering and being seen, I mean, this is a 40 year institution. Like, this has been around for 40 years. Uh, it has a legacy that has many generations that sort of emerge from this. You know, I like to think of it like those trees and there's that root system that just sort of travels and it's so interconnected in ways that you didn't even realise and it's so far-reaching that you didn't even realise. Like, I think of people like um, Linda Burney. She used to have a show at Radio Skid Row. Like, there's connections to Albanese and look at these people who are huge figures and then it's coming down to like my mum used to have a show there at the same time as me in the 90s it's like okay we're connected it's a family experience and I think that's what is essentially cutting through that's missing something about community radio is speaking to exactly that the community and the community yeah it's intergenerational it's family it's you know, there's a spirituality behind it because there's so much care. There's genuine care going into, like, community radio because these people are often, um, sometimes they don't have any money. They're purely doing it for the love. Like, people are homeless and still doing the radio because this is what they genuinely love. Um, there are people who have a lot of money and they're just coming down because they love the community aspect of it. And that's what's really different in terms of, like, other podcasts as well as social media because when there's so much access where can you find the authenticity what feels real what feels genuine and places like this like fbi places like radio skid row that is what is real that's what cuts through is Mm. that sense of family and connection Mm. yeah as part of that, you know, we've been talking about it um, for the past little while, but Radio Skid Row, Row are celebrating 40 years on air and uh, right now fundraising to expand their reach beyond the, uh, the inner west into, into digi- digital radio. Why is it important that community radio expands in this way? With digital radio, the numbers in which you can reach are insane. You know, you're not just talking you know, a few suburbs down. You're not just talking about Sydney. You're talking about a national reach with potential of international reach. And when you're talking about places like Skid Row who cater to, I think it's like over 80 different sort of marginalised voices. You're talking Fijians, um, Urdu. You're talking like Pakistani people. I think there's um, like Greeks as well. Any, Any community you can think of, is there. When you think of Australia, I think people don't realise that Australia is literally built on multiculturalism. There is so many aspects and intersectionalities that sort of brought Australia to make Australia what it is today. And when you have places like Skid Row, you can hear yourself. You can hear those different cultures that may not have that access in those sort of regional places or even in another city, like 
Brisbane is a completely different vibe to Melbourne, which is a completely different vibe from Sydney, which is a completely vibe different vibe from like Darwin. And sometimes those places don't always cater to the individuals that's in there. And so that's why why I really am excited for this new digital sort of wave that's coming through Skid Row is because the level of accessibility and access to people that don't always have those opportunities for access and accessibility or representation, it's it's really kind of like a lifeline or like a, you know, hello, mm. we're here. You know, be that loving sort of community, you know, that sense of togetherness that they just don't really get a lot of the time. Yeah. Mm. To those listening, what are ways they can support the radical grassroots radio of Skid Row? Oh my God. Okay. So at the moment, we do have a fundraiser, and this fundraiser is very cute. Uh, we're doing a donation. So if you want to go to our website, there's like a big banner that says donate now. And just donate now. It doesn't have to be like a whole lot of money. It can literally be like 20 cents or like a dollar. Or if you're like one of those really rich people who like really love the community, who are about the community, maybe a $50 because you're <laughs> flash like that. You know, we're happy with anything. So, you know, if it's easiest to just go to our website and just do the donate now. Mm. Uh, we mentioned at the top Sister Agnes where or Auntie Aggie. Is that how you refer to your auntie? No, it's- Annie Eggs. Annie Eggs. Yeah. Uh, trailblazing broadcaster of the show that you now work on and one of the first Indigenous DJs. She stood by the words, the music is the message, the message is the music. What Ooh. does that mean to you? That is so true because something about music, something about art forms, something about, you know, just those cultural, tangible, beautiful sort of sonic sounds that come out of like music or art forms where it transcends um, language. It transcends race. Sometimes it's it's saying, you know, it's like the I don't want to say the gateway drug, but it's like the gateway drug into the, like, come on, we're really cool over here. There's a bit of a party going on over here. You want to come hang out with us? It's the very best of what a culture is. It's the the picture. It's the hey, we've got something really amazing that we want to share with you. It's that idea of soft power that. People don't really utilize. We always talk about um, power in regards to like politics, um, infrastructure, like these very kind of like capitalistic, like patriarchal views. But soft power is so freaking amazing because it speaks to the soul. And it's just like saying, hey, we've got all this beautiful culture. We've got all this beautiful people. And if you want to learn about us, here's a little, here's a little taste, here's a little treat. They'll tickle, it'll tickle your taste buds a little mm. bit. So I definitely agree with Annie Ags with that. Like music is definitely the gateway. Music is the message and it's the invitation. Yes. What's more powerful than that? Okay, come through with the quotes. <laughs> <laughs> Elio, we are reaching the end of our time together. Before I let you go, what are you most excited about doing in the new future at Skid Row? I'm really excited to just continue on this beautiful legacy that I've been blessed upon. Uh, I'm excited to bring on some new music, as always, because I'm always about that new Indigenous music. I'm really excited to have some very cool guests coming on. Um, she's got she's got some she's got some people in the works, you know. She's got some big names coming through. And I'm really excited just to celebrate more well, 40 years of 
an iconic Australian institution and a part of that legacy as well. So, you know, if you want to listen to me every Friday from 12 to 4 p.m., you can do that. Aliyah, thank you so much for joining us um, today. And um, yeah, we'll pop all the details up for the Radio Skid Row fundraiser on the website. And make sure to tune in to Skid Row when Aliyah's on 12 to 4 p.m. on Fridays as well. Thank you. Bye, Aliyah. Ta-da, ta-da. <laughs> That is all for Race Matters this week. I'm Darren Lasagas. Thank you to our guests for this week, Aliyah Jade Bradbury, filmmaker, radio broadcaster, and community builder over at Radio Skid Row. If you want to learn more about the incredible work of Skid Row, the radical history of radio, and to support their current fundraiser, we have left all of the details in our show notes, and you can listen back to episodes of Race Matters as well at fbiradio.com slash race matters. Race matters. Race matters. Race matters. Race matters. Race matters. Race matters.